Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? And talk some shit, we shall. How's everyone doing? Thank you for being here. Um, How's everyone's week going? Mine was off to a very interesting start yesterday. I'm recording this on Tuesday. So my Monday was just off to an, an interesting start. So first of all, I don't, I've talked about this before, but I don't really watch movies. It's just not really my shit. I would rather watch TV. But Sunday night, I decided, let me watch A Star is Born. It's on HBO Max, which I recently got. So I was like, let me watch this. And one thing that you should probably know about me is that I am very good at avoiding spoilers for things, especially things that I probably will never watch. But for example, I didn't read the full Harry Potter series or watch any of the movies until I was a junior in high school. I read the first three books in like fifth grade, maybe. Um, got to Goblet of Fire, was way too long. Like, I'm not doing this. But somehow I managed to be unspoiled all the way through 2011 when I finally decided to read them. And I didn't know anything. And I remember telling my friends, like, spoiler alert, if for some reason you guys are new to the Harry Potter world, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe Snape just killed Dumbledore. And they were just shocked that I didn't know what happened already at this point. So anyway, so that's a skill of mine. So with Star is Born, A Star is Born, The Star is Born, A Star is Born, um, it was no different. I had no intention of watching it because it was honestly like very overhyped in my opinion. And I just, I mean, it's kind of like I did that with The Greatest Showman. Like everyone loved it, loved it, loved it. And I was like, I literally can't watch for that reason alone. And then I finally watched it and I enjoyed it enough. But so Star is Born, that was basically it. Never watched it. Didn't really want to know what happened. So I finally decided to watch it. I had maybe maybe 45 minutes left on Sunday night. And I was like, nah, I got to go to bed. I can't finish this. I'll just finish it tomorrow morning, Monday morning movie session. So I'm sitting on my couch, like doing work while I watch it. And then all of a sudden, the, the big thing happens. I, I won't, I guess I'll say it. I don't know. I honestly don't think anyone on the planet other than me still existed that didn't know what happens in the movie but when he died when he killed himself I was like excuse me what I was so caught off guard obviously yes I know that it's based off of like an old movie but that doesn't really I mean I just didn't ever know what happened and so there I was sobbing at the fact that he killed himself I was eh, ah. It was my like one cry of the month or of the quarter or whatever it was at this point. But I was like, dang, huh? That's one way to start my Monday morning. And then fast forward to later in the afternoon was really nice out. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk and I do like 45 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever. Uh, My team hours are all pretty flexible because we're all connected all the time. So we'll take some time off during the day and like go for a walk, go run errands, whatever, which is really nice and I enjoy it and could potentially be getting stripped away from us. But that's not neither here nor there. So anyway, so I go for a walk and I've been sending emails back and forth to my boss's boss's boss and I'm like five minutes up a hill. Everything around me, by the way, is like all hills. It's all uphill. So I'm doing like a normal, normal speed. Like I wasn't speed walking or anything, but I get a call. Um, and it was my boss's boss's boss calling me. He was calling me on Teams, but I have it 
on my phone. So I answer and I'm like, hello, I'm on a walk. He's like, on a walk? I'm like, yes, I'm on a walk. I'm allowed to be on a walk. I was like, I can explain to you what's going on though. So I talked to him for 10 minutes while I'm walking. I'm huffing and puffing out of breath. I literally have to like move the phone away from my mouth whenever I finish talking so that he's not hearing me heavily breathe into his ear. Um, And then he asked me to change something in a spreadsheet. And I was like, sure. He was like, you can do it when you get back. But at that point, I felt so guilty of being out for too long. So I ran the rest of the way home. It was like a mile and a half. I was not expecting to do that. And was like, good thing I wore a good sports bra or else this could have been very, very disastrous for me and all of the school children that I'm running past at the school as they're getting out right now. So that's how my week started. So hopefully your um, start to your week or your entire week by the time you're listening to this was like a little less chaotic than mine. It actually feels very weird to be recording right now because last week, as you guys know, if you listened, I recorded with Nika and there's something to be said about like the routine of doing something. Like I feel like I haven't stood here and recorded in like centuries. Just feels like so long. Um, anyways, when I was in New York, um, we had a fun time filming on Instagram, you saw, but one thing happened that I just thought was so funny that I wanted to share. So we were talking to Nika's friend who came out with us and we were telling her, they were talking about pickleback shots. They love pickleback shots. Um, They were like, doesn't matter what alcohol it's with, I'll take a pickleback shot and it tastes like nothing. And I'm like, nah, I can do them, but I'm just like not willingly going to order them. Um, And so I brought up shots of McGillicuddy's and I... I didn't realize it's like really a Massachusetts thing. But basically, if you don't know, McGillicuddy's is um, like peppermint alcohol, peppermint schnapps or whatever. Um, We did them a lot in college as like we call them haircuts or dirty girl scouts. That's when you have chocolate syrup afterwards. But you can do McGillicuddy's all on their own. So Nika's friend had never heard of McGillicuddy's. We're like, no, no, no. We have like we have to have you try it. And in fact, one little story about McGillicuddy's, the guy that I used to talk to, like, so Boston, one time I met up with him and I was, I asked, like, I don't know, what they've been drinking or something. He was like, I bought shots of the doctor for everyone. That's him and his, like, very thick accent. So anytime I I do shots of McGillicuddy's, Dr. McGillicuddy's, I always think of shots of the doctor. So anyways, so the bartender comes over, we're like, hi, can we do shots of McGillicuddy's? And he was like, uh, we're like, peppermint? So he had to go check behind the bar and he came back and he said, I just have like regular peach schnapps. Is that, is that okay? Or not peach, sorry, peppermint schnapps. Is that okay? And we're like, yeah, sure. I'm sure it's the same, like whatever. So he brings them back over and he's like, um, these are on the house. So I jokingly was like, oh, is that because you've probably never sold a single shot of this alcohol? And he looked at me and was like, yeah, exactly. So I was like, ah, well that is, um, something that I will take with me forever that no one else is ordering gross shots of peppermint yet here I am also while I was in New York Nika reminded me of a story that I honestly forgot had existed and I thought I would tell you guys because it's just so good so a couple years ago um over Labor Day weekend me Deb and our friend Gabby went up to Montreal for the weekend and while we were there Gabby was like we need to go to a strip club so I'm like all right let's go to a strip club so we sat on these couches and I don't if you've never been to one I had never been to one before that was the only time that I've been and 
they like come over to like try and chat with you and I think try and get you to like ask for a private dance or something like that and so this girl like introduces herself to us she's like hi what are your names and for some reason I was like oh hi I'm Gabriella like my 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 nickname didn't feel right in the moment so I went with Gabriella and so we're like chatting with her and whatever and we're like yeah sorry like not doing a dance but like keep doing your thing sis like keep getting after it whatever so then fast forward like maybe 15 minutes or something a new party sits beside us um at another set of couches and the same sister comes over and starts talking to them and when she introduces herself, she's like, hi, I'm Gabriella. But let me backtrack and say that that is not what she had introduced herself as to us. And so I was sitting there and watching with my own eyes, watching my identity be taken and be forged right in front of me. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. So anyway, thought that might be a story that you guys enjoyed. It got brought up because I'm going to Salt Lake City in two weekends, which I, I told you guys about. And one of the nights we're going to this place called Prohibition, which if any of you guys have watched Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, they went to Prohibition in one of the episodes, which obviously is exactly why we're going. I'm forcing my friends to go. But the night that we're there, they're doing a burlesque show, which we're going to watch, which is super exciting. So I brought that up to Nika and, and we were talking about that. And that is the story of the time when my identity got stolen. I feel like I haven't talked about the dating apps in a while. Um, as I mentioned, I haven't really been swiping. It's just not really calling to me. I'm trying to put more energy into meeting people out in person. Um, or by that, I mean at least making eye contact with people of the opposite gender. But I have had a few profiles that I've come across in the last like couple of weeks that I've been compiling to share here. But one thing that I wanted to share was that um, I saw a TikTok maybe or a picture. Yeah, it was a TikTok. And it was like, it's like you got to keep their number saved for them to keep acting right. And I was like, don't I relate to that? Which is, as you guys know, I don't save people's numbers in my phone because I'm like, you don't get that. You don't get a contact spot until we've met at least once. But I was out on Saturday night. Um, I actually went out for my hairdresser workout friend's birthday, Shannon. Shout out Shannon on Saturday night. We went to Marielle in Boston, which honestly I thought was going to be like overrated. It just seems like that kind of spot. Like it looks like good vibes, but like, you know, one of those places. But actually the food was so good. They do these huge like drink towers basically um, where you can get like, a certain number of drinks in bulk. So we did a guava mojito, which was super good. I broke my no tequila rule or anything but tequila rule, whatever. You guys know, I mainly drink tequila. I only drink vodka if it's an espresso martinis. Um, but yeah, they ate good food, good fun, good music was all about it. So that was fun. So anyway, so Deb and I went out afterwards. Um, we went to Fainwell Hall. We tried going to Black Rose. Well, no, no, for, no, no. Let me backtrack. I wanted to go to Coogan's. If you don't know Coogan's, let me describe it to you. Um, a man has been accused of murder at Coogan's. So if that really sets the stage, they are notorious, infamous, however you feel about it, for their dollar drafts 
on Saturday night. So you pay a cover and then once you're inside, drafts of Bud Light are just $1. Yes, the cups are all plastic. No, they probably are not sanitized properly. Um, yes, the bathroom floors are covered in inches of grime before like 8 p.m. is up basically. But I, in my very, very tall heels thought, you know what would be a great idea tonight? Coogan's. Um, but Coogan's was temporarily closed, which was sad. It was a shot to the heart because I, I do, I love Coogan's. Um, so anyways, we ended up at like, um, Bostonia Public House. It was like a little bit more classy than what we were going for. We tried getting into the Black Rose, but couldn't get in there. Anyways, I super digress. Sorry. Um, so we're out and I get a text message from a random number saying, hey, you. And I have no fucking clue who it was. And let me just say that that's not me being like, oh my God, I have so many people from my past that could be texting me from a number that I don't recognize and saying hello. No, 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 that's not what I mean. Like every single rock has been turned over in the past and they're not like, they're not unturning. Like there's just no one that's reaching out to me. So I'm like, who the heck, who the heck is this? And finally, so Deb starts looking at the number and she was like, oh, it's a Reading number. And immediately I was like, I wonder if it was that guy that I told you guys about from Easter weekend who I was like, oh, it's a nice day to be outside or whatever. And he was like, yeah, it is. And then I obviously didn't respond. I left him on red because what would I say to that? Well, I still had him on hinge. So I went and looked and luckily it had been a situation where he gave me his number and not me giving him mine so yes it was that guy texting at like 11 p.m saying hey you or maybe it was even the next day like mother's day like don't why are we pay, why why leave me leave me alone so he texted me and obviously I was like I'm not gonna talk to you like you were so boring I haven't heard from you in fucking weeks and then now you were texting me and saying hey you at 11 p.m so I blocked him on everything and felt like a bad bitch. Of course, for 30 seconds afterwards, I was like, um, maybe I'm like, I'm really bored. Like, maybe I should entertain this. And I was like, you know what? I'd rather be entertained by those young 21-year-olds over at that table than this person that hasn't texted me in a week. Which, speaking of those young boys, so we just happened to get sat right beside the bathroom. It was um, a little bit traumatic for us. But it was a big topic of conversation because everyone kept coming over, these boys who were super confused on which bathroom to use. So we're like, no, they're both, they're both. Anyway, so this one kid came over who actually resembled Tyler Cameron and his brother, but like, just like a way munchkin, like clearly way younger. And so he's like chatting with us and we're like chatting away, da da da. And I think we must have asked, oh, cause he said he was moving to Southie soon. So naturally we're like, ugh, how old are you? And he said 22, so then he asked us how old we were. And I'm like looking at Deb like, oh, this is not gonna go well. I was like, I'm 26, I'm turning 27. He's like, okay, okay, okay. Like nodding along, I can kind of see the the wheels turning in his eyes. Like, or like, mm, 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 these are old farts. And I go, Deb, do you wanna tell him how old you are? And she was like, I'm 29. And I just see all life kind of drain from his body. And I made a joke. I was like, yeah, she's almost 30. Did that just make you freak out? He was like, no, uh, uh. He was like clearly trying to hide how shocked he was at meeting someone that's almost 30. Um, so yeah, poor, poor little old Deb. Not old, poor little 
Deb. Um, so anyway, so that was that kid that texted me. So let me tell you about some of the profiles that I've seen. I'll go to like not that egregious to like way egregious. So one kid said, my love language is cute. I don't know if no one's ever explained the love languages to him. Maybe that's what they are. Or maybe that's what the issue is. Um, you can't have a cute love language. That's just not how that works. But anyways, I'm sure it's whatever. Him sort of joking. Then, oh, this was good. I matched with this guy while I was in New York. And his profile said, I get way too excited about Peter Kavinsky. Now, if you guys don't know, Peter Kavinsky is the main character in the To All the Boys I've Loved Before trilogy movies. And that is far, by far, my favorite movie. Um, the original one and the two after them are eh, not as good. The third one's better. But Peter Kaminsky is played by Noah Centineo, and he is just, whoo, chef's kiss, a hunk of a man. So, obviously, I was like, wow, this is awesome. Maybe this is my soulmate. I messaged him back um, saying something like, oh, yeah, I love Noah or Peter Kavinsky, too. And then he unmatched me eventually. I'm going to hope that it's because he saw my location was in Boston and was like, never mind. But anyways, I was excited about that. Then we have this guy who said, facts about me that surprises people. I'm bilingual and wasn't born in the U.S. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. And I have a fat ass. I wish you guys could see my face right now. Congrats, congrats. First of all, bet my ass is fatter than yours. Second of all, is that supposed to make me be like, damn, bah, you got a fat ass? Like, no, I'm just, I'm not doing that. Then we have this person that said about me, homeowner. Nice. We love it. Let's be honest. I'm here to fuck, snowboard, golf, and jet ski if you can or are down for one of those activities. Looking for someone to snowboard with. This would have been perfect. He likes to snowboard, golf, jet ski, like all activities that I want to try at 25% and just have someone cart me around otherwise. Um, but then also the, let's be honest, I'm here to fuck. I'm like, what? And I see so many profiles that are like this or people that are like, oh, I just saw this one recently. Hallmark of a good relationship. Good communication and good sex. I'm like, duh, that, that, that's implied, I was supposed. But like by you putting that on your profile, do you realize how skeevy you sound? Like just like a little yuck. And then last but not certainly not least, this profile. A shower thought that I recently had. Damn, I didn't know I had a third leg. Ugh, ugh. Like... What? What goes through a fucking guy's mind when he puts that on their profile? Am I supposed to comment and say, oh, damn, you slanging a big dick, dude? Get on over here. No, no, no. I just, you know what? I would love to know if there are girls out there that would respond to that and would be like, damn, Poppy, bring it on over. Like, what? I don't know. You know what? Maybe I should give a class. Maybe I'll do like some clubhouse rooms, but like charge people. A class on dating men, date, on men creating their dating profiles. Because 
All I see on dating profiles these days are red flags, red flags, not even red flags. Honestly, that might be, this guy might think that's funny and it might be funny to him in his circle of trust, but like it's marketing 101. Like you're not going to sell yourself well by saying that. I just don't understand. I truly, madly, deeply do not understand. Um... So, yeah, like I said, I've kind of shifted my attention to trying to meet guys in person. I'd say, I mean, it's like going. I'm definitely talking to more guys in person. I'm not necessarily like walking away with numbers or dates, but that's that's fine. That's better than what I was doing before. So, yeah, that's all that I have for you guys today. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend I hope you drink all of the tequila that your little heart desires. Someone that I know is going to Nashville and that just makes me so sad because I wish that I was going to Nashville. Um, And yeah, have a great weekend and let's get after it. 